Welcome to Catching Up with the Commands podcast. My name is Dan C, joined by my beautiful wife, Sam C. Hi, guys. This is a podcast where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you enjoy the show. This week's episode is sponsored by Fable Beauty. Did you know that Fable Beard Co. has a women's line called Fable Beauty? They carry the most deliciously scented women's beauty products from perfume to hair oil to body frosting and more. Fable Beauty uses characters on their products to envelop you in a story your product is telling. I've tried the Princess, which is a warm, romantic floral scent, and the Siren, which is tropical beach scent, and they're both beautifully crafted. Check out our Instagram page at Catching Up With The Commands for a link to their website and use code DNC20 for 20% off your whole order. If you're looking to treat yourself or your significant other this holiday season, look no further than Fable Beauty. And fellas, if you're out there and you have a beard and you watch the channel and you're used to buying beard products and maybe your spouse throws some shade, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I got another beard box. Oh, you're buying more beard products, this or that. Hey, switch the game up. Order some of these products. Order some Fable products, whatever the case may be. Maybe buy them both at the same time. They come in, and then she's going to come in the kitchen. You're going to be all excited, opening your beard stuff. She's like, more products? And you're like, actually, honey, I got something for you. Oh, Stan. And boom, now she's on your side. <laughs> now she's happy, and she has great cosmetics. So it's a win-win for there everybody. So <laughs> thank you. Shout out to all Fable, Fable, <clears throat> Fable Beauty, Fable CBD, but specifically the new, and this is also a new, a new company for them, mm-hmm. the Fable Beauty. And today, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, me too. It's different. We are doing a Q&A from yes. you guys. Yeah. And we pulled these from Instagram, correct? Mm-hmm. And so if you guys ever want to get involved, catching up with the commands on Instagram, we do stuff like this where you guys can see behind the scenes content. You can get involved with after show discussions. And sometimes we pull your feedback into the episodes. Yeah. And so get involved. And we like watching. We always mention Karen Nate. You guys are like, oh, man, they're obsessed. <laughs> but they do Q&A episodes, and we really enjoy those. Yeah, it's or, like you're getting to know people. Yeah, and it's like, okay, it doesn't fit into this episode or that episode. It's not quite long enough mm-hmm. or anything. Perfectly yes. done with today's episode. Yes, 100%. So we hope you guys get to know us a little bit more. And I would invite you, if you guys have additional questions, check out the after show post and ask. And we'll see what we can get back to you mm-hmm. on there. So Sam, why don't you kick it off? Okay. All right, first question. What is the most difficult part of your jobs? Mm, okay. Well, I like when you say jobs, plural, because it's like speaking my job, your job, but also the 17,000 jobs that we have. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to it. I would say, number one, I, and this is, again, you're going to say this is such a you thing. I don't even consider <laughs> it a job. I think this is just life. I think this is just what we're passionate about, yeah. what we enjoy, but it doesn't mean that there are are void of challenges, right? Mm -hmm. We definitely have challenges. There's difficult parts to it. For me, it's kind of twofold, but the biggest challenge to my job, the most difficult aspect of my job is balancing the work time and the family time. I always want to work. I always want to get stuff done. (laughs) I didn't grow up with a ton of money. And then when I had a real job, I was a teacher, I wasn't making money. And so the concept of having money available to me and I just need to do things to get it was so foreign and was Mm -hmm. so outside of my my world that now my job is only based on that. I have no set salary. I have nothing guaranteed. The only money I make is when I go out and I earn it. And so it's really hard for me to say that's enough. Yeah. I really have a tough time with doing that. And I actually don't want to change that. It's something I love about myself. It's that drive. It's that will to, to push forward. But the challenge is knowing how to balance it and how to turn that off. 
And again, the, the kind of twofold challenge there is saying no to opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's really difficult for me. I, when somebody presents me an opportunity, uh, it's easy for me to say no when it doesn't align with what I want to do. For example, I have companies every day, literally every day that ask me to be an affiliate that ask me to work with them and it doesn't align with what I want to do. Bye. See ya. Easy. (laughs) Next. The difficult ones are, Hey, there's all these opportunities in front of me, but for the sake and sanity of my family, I can't take Mm -hmm. them all. That's difficult. Yeah. Really difficult. I, I definitely agree. My, my, the most difficult part of my job is time management Mm -hmm. because I'm the same way. I really like what I do and I want to do it all the time. Right. And so when I have to take a break and I feel like this makes me sound like a shitty mom or something, but like when I have to take a break for Violet or if Violet is needy of attention, Mm -hmm. I like literally just want to keep working. Right. And then mentally, I'm like, oh, my God, she's three. You're her mom. You need to stop and, like, take a break. And, and we're, we are working on that. Yeah. Like, it's probably our most conscious thing in our yeah. entire life that we're working on. Yeah. Uh, we love our family. We love all that. But we also love working. So mm-hmm. it's like a double-edged sword. And something that's new to us, and I would say especially to you, is the concept of, I'm starting something. I love this so much. I just want to complete it. Yes. It's okay to come back to it. Oh, it's so and hard. We're both not wired that way. We, <laughs> no, We have a all. list. We want to check that damn list off and move on to the next thing. And we'll get going into a groove, into mm-hmm. a funk. And then Violet becomes needy. Uh, and and I know she knows the worst times. She, she does. <laughs> and we have had to check ourselves and say, my goodness, we are so fortunate to have a yeah. healthy, happy daughter that's needy. And we do that. But we are excited for her to go to school. Very, very <laughs> so excited. For her, for her to learn. <laughs> so the next question is a very timely one. As you okay. guys are listening to this question right now, we are in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. We are at uh, the Wisconsin Dells doing just like a family trip, water park. If you caught last week, you guys know our passion for travel. <laughs> and the question came in, would you ever do a Wisconsin meetup? And to kind of give this a little bit of, of background, we do meetups every year, a couple times a year. Mm -hmm. We usually do one in Florida. We did one in Portland, Maine. We do some local ones. Um, Did we do one in Texas? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did one in San Antonio. Um, We've done lots of meetups and they're amazing. And and I'll kind of jump this one because for me, would I ever do one in Wisconsin? Sure, yeah, absolutely. There's, There's nothing like saying I wouldn't. We're not doing one on this trip or at least we don't have one planned. No. Mainly because they are a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot to plan. It's a lot to coordinate. It's a lot to make sure everybody, because if let's say it's not a good situation, it's on us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and if people aren't having a good time, it's on us. And when you go to a meetup, you need to be on a hundred for five, six hours, however long it is, because we are the only common denominator there, mm-hmm. you know? And so that can be taxing. It's unbelievably enjoying. It's a humbling experience that people would want to come hang out and yeah. see us. But it's a lot. And when I get into that zone, like we kind of talked about earlier, nothing else matters to me. I don't eat. I don't (laughs) drink. And it's kind of, it it can be taxing. So are we right now? No. But is it ruled out? Absolutely not. That would be great to do one in the future. Yeah. I like to do meetups when we're on longer vacations Mm -hmm. because normally we just have like a lot of stuff going and the kids want to go and do all the stuff like at the place that we're at. And then they're okay with like going to a yep. meetup yep. after that. Right. As long as there's gifts involved. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Stop. <laughs> so yeah, that definitely in the future. Okay. Question three. 
Do you see the beard care industry substantially growing into the next decade? Oh, that's not even a question. Uh, there's there's no, like, see it. It will grow in the next decade. Now, do you think that it's like, is it like cyclical? No. Nope. No? This is uh, exponential growth. There is no okay. going back to this. Um, it's, it's pretty much, we could find so many parallel uh, industries. You don't normally see an industry go away that isn't dependent on technology. So, for example, uh, the supplement industry, very freakishly similar to the beard product industry. If you start, it's usually small batch in homes. gets good and bad. You get creativity, but you also get some bad things in there. <laughs> then the government comes in and says, we need to regulate this, and then it goes and scales. We saw it with Bath & Body. Women's hair care, women's cosmetics, women's skin care, that's done the same thing. The beard care industry is going to explode. And you don't even have to believe me. You can look up a Cisco uh, study that they did on the projections <laughs> and the amount that it's going to grow is absurd. To give the viewers just kind of a concept, the largest beard care product company in the United States last year was just under $50 million in revenue. Now, there's not a $100 million company. There's not even a $50 million company in the US. Now let's look at women's hair and skin care companies. And we can sit here and we could go like, you know, that game where you got to name like pizza toppings. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go with, I almost said marshmallow. That's real weird. What? But like mushroom, pepperoni, you know, going back and forth. We could name the billion dollar women's cosmetic companies, right? We could go back and forth, L'Oreal, blah, 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 and, and bounce them. The beard care industry is going to get there. Why? Because you look around and let's take the population in the U.S. You look at men. How many men have beards? Oh, okay. Wow. Pretty significant. You see them everywhere. How many men take care of their beards? Oh, that's a significantly lower number. So there needs to be education. There needs to be um, advertising. There needs to be more companies, creativity, government involvement actually helps grow an industry. Mm -hmm. So Without a shadow of a doubt, it is going to massively 5, 10, 20x over the next 10 years. Crazy. Yeah, there's absolutely no, <laughs> no other way around it. Now, next one. When, number four, when will there be a guest on your show? Now, are we talking specifically about this podcast? Yeah. Okay, what do you think? Um, as of right now, we don't have any plans of bringing a guest on. Mm -hmm. We have so many topics yeah. lined up and... They're just not conducive to having guests because yep. this is our thoughts on things. Right. So we're not opposed to it in the future. It's just like not, not yeah. for us right now. Right. And for me, I love guest podcasts, right? Joe Rogan's probably my number one listen to podcast. And I know he's controversial and this or that. Just listen, guys. You don't, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with anybody on everything they say. No. But I don't I, agree with everything you say. Right. And I, <laughs> I enjoy listening to different guests. But here's a key thing. I enjoy a two-person conversation. I am not always a fan of three-person conversations because mm -hmm. it's hard to keep the flow. It's hard to have equitable airtime where everyone's speaking evenly. Yeah. And once you add in that person, it can, it can be difficult, right? Yeah. I could see you interviewing somebody or me interviewing yeah. somebody, but having both of us. And then it's like a third wheel it situation. It is. It is. So right now... I'm catching up with the commands. I don't see that happening. Yeah. But it's not closed. We're not adamantly against it. We'll see where the future goes, but we have so many topics we're excited <laughs> to cover. Like, you guys should see our list. Yeah. So, yeah, not right now. Okay. Queso or salsa? I thought this was the dumbest question ever Walter. submitted. And <laughs> Walter, golly. 
<laughs> the answer is queso. If you pick salsa over queso, why are you listening right now? What like, if you have a dairy intolerance? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Don't isn't we that all? like yeah. yeah? Isn't that a thing? No, I love salsa. I I really do love salsa. But queso is just a different level. Yeah, I love salsa, <laughs> but if queso's on the table, the salsa's getting pushed to the right, kids. Right. Like, that's no. a crazy, crazy question. It's, <laughs> it's queso. I'll take the white queso, the queso blanco. I'll take the yellow I'll queso. I'll take the chunky queso yeah. with all the vegetables in you, it. You can keep that, but I'll take the <laughs> I'll take the nacho cheese from the ballpark. Oh like, my give God. it to Over me. Salsa. Yeah, I do like chunky Tostitos salsa though. Do you? You're a, you're a restaurant style like, guy, and yep. that is one thing that I cannot get over. Keep, keep the trunks away from this monkey. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right, number six, similar question, but not super related to our life. I don't even know how to say this word. Panini. Panini. You've never heard of panini? <laughs> I have. I just don't use it in my vernacular on a regular oh, basis. Oh, good grief. I, I forgot to say it again. Or a wrap. So essentially panini a, or wrap. a pressed sandwich or a wrap. Does a quesadilla count as a panini? Or yeah. it's like uh, a mix, oh like gosh. a panini wrap. This is the like hot dog. Is it a sandwich? Is it? <laughs> this, uh, um, I don't really like, I don't like wraps because I don't like raw, raw mm-hmm. tortillas. Yep. It's so gross. Yep. And it's like, it turns yeah. like slimy yeah. in your mouth. Ugh. No, there's only one answer here too. Paninis, sure. Yep. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't tell you any time I've ever had a panini. Yeah. <laughs> and a weird thing with me is when I eat sandwiches, I don't like sauce. I don't do mayo. Yeah. I don't do ranch. So or any in of that. turn, you don't really like sandwiches no. because you're always like, ugh, so dry. I'm like, put some fucking mustard on I it. I don't say so dry. <laughs> I just don't you eat do. them. You do. When we go to like Firehouse Subs, you're like, ugh, so dry. No, I just don't want to go there. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you're yeah. like, I just don't like yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I like. Just give me meat. I don't need all that stuff decorated uh, around it just give okay. it a meat okay <laughs> number seven how did you get started with your own business Ooh, that's that's a loaded is, now one. is that how did you get st- i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it to yeah. how did you go about creating a business out yeah. of this and not Rather like how did origin. you get st- yeah for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. So essentially we had a hobby, we had a passion it started growing and taking time out of our life mm-hmm. and companies wanted to start compensating us for that hobby and passion Mm -hmm. and we thought we could do it without changing what we were doing without sacrificing our morals and there's nothing wrong with adding value and getting compensated for it so we had actually was a sit down with a company owner and had a revelation like let's do this Mm -hmm. and so it started slow no expectations and we did it right we got an llc with the state of michigan from there, we made sure we were legal. We made yeah. sure everything was taken care of. All of our other brand stuff is umbrellaed yeah. under this Dancy yep. Bearded uh, category. 100%. Including my shop. Yeah, Dancy Bearded LLC. We are above board because I think when there's a lot of people in our similar situation where mm-hmm. it's like you're just starting, you're making some side money, but not a ton, like are you going to claim it on your taxes? Yeah. Like ours is all. Yep, the yeah. shop, the the affiliates the everything is under the the tax umbrella Mm -hmm. of dancy bearded llc and also we got a financial planner yeah that was really important to make sure we're doing this to make sure they understand the laws like we have a pretty good concept of stuff 
but that's just what they do, you right. know? And so that was important to take care of. Yeah, and the internet tells you so many yeah. different things right. that we're like, you know what? We're just going to hire yeah. somebody to do this for us to make sure we don't get in trouble for, for anything. Sure. And we trust them. They're fantastic. Yes. We have access to everything. They take care of our taxes. They take care of our, if we have investments, investments mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I would say it was, to kind of give a summary, we started to realize our hobby and passion was making money and adding value. And we wanted to do it the right way. And we are fully covered and fully above board. And now everything we do, we treat as a business. Yeah. We, we think about the profit. We think about the cost. We think about the time. We think about the legality. And we run it as a business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So that's a good one. <clears throat> All right, next one. How do you organize a home and weed out stuff you don't actually <laughs> need? Okay, I am not a hoarder, yeah. but Dan likes to hoard boxes and beard products. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, That's a fact. Don't even try. So she's not being fair there. <laughs> there's uh, With anything, there's layers and levels, and there's some, like, I get a lot of stuff, right? And there's some things that I have to hold on to because maybe an opportunity comes up down the road, and they're like, hey, where's that stuff I sent you? If I say I threw it away, that's a terrible relationship. You know, that's not a good thing. Or there will be situations where I'll save something. And I'm not sure if I want to return it yet. And Sam, on the other hand, would throw the box out. And then we literally would go to return it. And it's like, oh, we can't. And we just <laughs> wasted money. So there's definitely more to that story. No, I, I, I keep my boxes for a week. And then they're garbage. But I just don't, I don't like clutter. I don't like extra stuff. And so I'm very, like, if I'm not using this, I don't want it in my life. And I'm I'm kind of the one who is in charge of the organization of our house and our back storage room, which is where all of our junk goes. And so I think probably every six months or so, I will do, like, a deep dive into everything in our house. And if, for clothes example, if we haven't worn them in six months – I will put them in the basement. And if we don't go down there and look for them to wear in another six months, then they get donated. Yep. Just things like that. Um, I always try to keep things really, really clear and organized. Our drawers all, everything has its place. And we don't have like a junk drawer full of stuff that you like have to rummage around mm-hmm. through. I'm just a very organized person. I think the easiest way to do that is to get organizer bins. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I come home from Target. Probably every time I go to Target, I get some sort of new organizing bin or basket, and we use them all. Yeah. It it just makes life easier. I mean, we have a whole section in the back room full of organizing bins that aren't used. Those are old ones. (laughs) That's from our old house. Doesn't fit our style now. Some of them, some of them. Okay, number nine. When your wife rearranges the bedroom, are you cool with switching sides of the bed or no? Yeah, I don't care. I'm I'm easy going. Literally, last week, Sam was like, hey, I had this big pitch. Hey, I've wanted to redo the bedroom for years and years and years and waited. What do you think? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Sure. And if she were to tell me, hey, I need you to sleep on this side, cool, that's fine. Uh, essentially, I let her pick. Hmm. Yeah, it's simple. I don't think I would like to. I'm, I'm, well, okay. If I don't like being the one closest to the door. So if we're in a bed that maybe is a different way, then I'll still be the one away from the door. No no matter what side it's on. For sure. I prefer that that too. Yeah. Uh, But they were just asking if if my wife is 
suggesting the switch. Are you cool with it? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, her preference is that I'm close to the door for protection reasons, and, and that's great with me. Yeah, I'm fine with that one. All right, next one. Controversial one here. <laughs> Why do you not like dogs? I cannot fucking stand dogs. <laughs> I do not like dogs. I don't care what dog it is. Well, let me let me cut you off there because the response that I always get to this question is, no, you don't like bad dogs. You don't know good dogs. There are no good dogs. <laughs> oh, so what don't you like cats about dogs? Cats are the only good dogs. Yeah. No, I don't like dogs. I just, I don't like the way of dogs. I don't like how they're so needy and up in your business, mm-hmm. and they're trying to lick you, and then there are the bad dogs that jump on you. Also, all dogs smell. Sorry. Yeah. It's the truth. You think your dog doesn't smell, but you're nose blind yeah. to your dog. There is a dog smell. There That's is a dog for smell. For sure. Whether it's wet dog or just stinky-ass dog. Yeah. I don't like the the uninvited inconvenience of dogs. Yeah. Meaning, if I go to somebody's house and they have a dog, even if you just go to the door to drop something off, they're barking. They got to get them in the room. Now, you feel like you're a nuisance because right. yes. they got to take care of their dog. If they don't, the dog jumps on you and you got to play it cool and you don't want to be the jerk that's like, hey, get your dog right. off my new shoes. Get what your dog ripping my pants that right. stuff has actually happened yes. and dog owners are just so accustomed to it and they're cool and with it and they know that the dog means well but it's like I didn't want the dog jumping right. at me my thing with dogs is that when you're not a dog person other people still think you're a dog person. right everybody thinks you are yep they're like oh you're a human so you must love dogs right like no and I if, don't if you come over to our house our cats aren't going to super inconvenience you, <laughs> no. you know? If they're friendly and you're friendly, they'll likely let you pet them. They'll mm-hmm. sit with you and stuff. But if not, they just go. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're totally fine. It's, right. It is, it's just every person I know that has a dog. And I know so many of you are passionate dog lovers. Yeah. I get it. It's man's <laughs> best friend. It's your hunting partner. It's all these things, right? Do your thing. I'm not just anybody. It just, I've never had a situation where I didn't feel like there was an inconvenience with a dog. Yeah. Like I said, even if they take the dog away, they subliminally make you feel bad yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, oh, it, let me put this dog up. Oh, great. Now yeah. the dog's locked in the fucking right, bedroom because right, of me. Right, And Thanks. so that's <laughs> tough. I don't want slobber on me. I don't Ugh. want scratches. I don't want the, uh. the, the noise. <laughs> like, yeah, just... It's just not for us. We travel way too much yeah. to have dogs. We can go for a 10-day trip, have somebody stop in twice to check mm-hmm. the cat's food and water, change the kitty litter, maybe. We got a big old <laughs> kitty litter thing. They're fine. And they're great. We get home. They're excited. They lay with us. Yep. Yeah. Just not the biggest dog people. And we were very blessed with a child who is a dog girl. Yeah. Violet <laughs> does love dogs. So we luckily, we have the ability to get her to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How has the podcast experience lived up to your expectations and what has surprised you? Yeah, that's a great question. I have, uh, I've loved it. I don't know if I had any expectations. Uh, It's kind of like anything else we do. We didn't start this to be like, we're going to make a bunch of money or we're going to get huge numbers and be rich and famous. We just thought that we had some unique perspectives to share Mm -hmm. and that people might want to hear it, relate to it, debate it. And what I have thought has been, I don't know if it's a surprise or an expectation. I have 
and, and I, I share them with you every mm-hmm. single night. The amount of potent feedback has been unbelievable. Oh. People saying how much they enjoy it, how much it's helped them, how much they relate it, or things like especially I love the ones where like people message me and they're like, yes, <laughs> you said I can't say this. I've been waiting for people to say this. I didn't know others thought like me. I wish I could speak out like this. We can say whatever the fuck we want, yeah. right? There's nobody telling <laughs> me no. And so I love kind of speaking things that other people don't want to say mm-hmm. because we just don't care if people want to judge us and like the dog thing. I know <laughs> that whole question there. I know that actually got people mad. Like there's I'm sorry. yeah, people get <laughs> angry about it. They think that we don't understand. They think that we're dumb. That's okay. You can think that that's okay. And I'm all right with that. I love that. So that but also, was, yeah. One thing about the dogs, we both have had dogs. Oh, yeah. We grew we, up with them. We both grew up with yeah. dogs, so we know what dogs are like. And yep. we had good dogs, too. They right. weren't shitty dogs. No. So, but. yeah, that would be for me, is the, <laughs> the potent feedback and then feeling like I have the ability to get the voice out there that others can't. I think the thing that that kind of surprised me being, I like to call myself the producer of this podcast because I kind of write our stuff out, mm-hmm. is how much work goes into figuring out, you know, details of the topic that we're going to be discussing. I I have kind of like a cloudy memory right now because of some medical stuff going on. So it's really hard for me to memorize stuff. And so I write a lot of stuff down. And to be able to write down all the points that I think of of our topic is kind of more than I expected it to be instead of it just being like very – Free fl- like you're a very like in the moment type of person mm-hmm. and I'm not. And so that was kind of like an unexpected surprise for me. Okay. But like not in a bad way. <laughs> it sounded like it. Okay. Yeah. So the planning was more than you anticipated. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Now do you enjoy the planning or no? Yeah, I do. And in unless it comes to a certain point where I'm super stressed about other things. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. That makes sense. Okay. That's fair. What is your favorite season? I'm going to say fall, autumn. Yeah. I think because summer, I like summer until it's hot. And that's pretty much most of summer. Yeah. And then I like winter until it's frigid. Mm -hmm. I don't like spring. Interesting. I don't like the smell of spring. I don't like the wetness of spring. Everything about spring freaks me out. Yeah. The frogs. I like like each season for what it has to I love having all four seasons. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. Uh, But for me, it's fall for sure. I love the colors. I love the crisp in the air. I love the seasons, right? We have Halloween. We have Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, your birthday. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of fall traveling. Fall camping is literally the best. It is. So, yeah, I enjoy fall a lot. That's my favorite. Okay. What would be your last meal? We just discussed this. <laughs> so this one's tough. So for me, it is between, and I think it's actually for both of us, mm-hmm. it is between our favorite Mexican restaurant that <laughs> we can get. It's called Cancun, Fenton, Michigan. Shout out to Guillermo. We, that's two episodes in oh a row shouting him out. Oh, my gosh. I get uh, these, like, steak tacos with pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. And they got, like, chorizo and all this stuff on it and a really hot, hot, hot sauce. Love those. So that's one. And then the other is I get these crab, these gluten-free crab-stuffed shrimp from a steakhouse called Sedona. Uh-huh. Now, that's not an everyday thing. That's more expensive. It's more fancy, but it's just unbelievable. The mashed potatoes that come with it, oh, my gosh. <laughs> there, there's so much. So 
Between those two, if I had to pick one, you told me, Dan, now you got one more meal, man. What are you going with? I'm probably going with Sedona crab stuffed shrimp. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sedona too, but I get the crab cakes, mm-hmm. gluten-free crab yep. cakes, which you cannot find right. like anywhere. And they're real too. And they're so good. It's my favorite food in the whole world. So I would easily pick that. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. So we talked about surprises. We talked about how the business got started. But Sam, how does it feel being more involved with the business now more than ever? Because it did start slow. Mm -hmm. You were involved from day one, right? You got involved with the idea. You got involved with the reviews. Mm -hmm. But it was predominantly me doing almost everything other than you sitting down and filming. And now we have the podcast. You're on live streams. You're doing Grovember. Uh You're like super. You do the merch shop. You're, You're unbelievably involved. How does it feel to be more involved? I love it. I think it's it's just kind of given me like a purpose. Um, it, it definitely is more stressful for me. I'm very prone to stress and anxiety from like tasks building up, but I really love it. I love being more involved and anything I can do to help take stuff off your plate, mm-hmm. I think makes me feel really good. That's great. That's great. And, and yeah, I, I love it too. I would... I couldn't imagine you having some boring accounting job that you Ugh, hated and being no. around coworkers. This literally allows us to not have to do that. Yeah. And because of that, it's all gravy. It's yeah, all amazing. Truly sure. all amazing. Okay. If you could move anywhere, where would it be? Hmm. And don't say, I don't want to move. <laughs> I don't want to move. <laughs> I actually love where you're at. I genuinely love Michigan. I love the part of Michigan we're in. Um, in the Midwest, we have the Great Lakes. If stuff goes crazy, we've got the fresh water. Literally, we have the fresh water. We don't have things that kill you. We don't have the crazy snakes. We don't have gators. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. It is pretty amazing. And then where we are at is like mid-Michigan. Lower Michigan's hustle bustle city, crazy traffic, rude people. Northern Michigan's just farms and woods and lakes and nothing really to do. We've got the best of both worlds. So I love that. But if we were to move... I would say kind of two different drastic options. One, believe it or not, I really like the Columbus, Ohio area (laughs) Uh, for all the same reasons I just mentioned, but it's just, it's a new and upcoming area in the Mm -hmm. suburbs of Columbus and they're just doing it right. Yeah. They're doing the food, the entertainment, the stores, but you don't have the traffic of South, uh, South Michigan. You don't have the rudeness of people really enjoy that. Other than that, with no experience whatsoever, it seems like a good fit would be England. Yeah. I feel like an actual area would be like Manchester yeah. and, and just stuff. So, yeah, I, I don't want to move. I don't plan on moving. <laughs> uh, but I would say Columbus or Manchester, England. I, I've i been thinking about this. I would move in a heartbeat. I like new things. I like new adventures and things like that. Um, I feel like if I were to pick a place... I don't know if I would pick England or Scotland. I want to say Scotland because I feel like it's like less less city than England is, although we've never been there, yeah, so I we, really have right, no right. clue. <laughs> but it just like in my soul, I feel like Scotland would be the place that I would okay. want to move. Yeah, I'm excited to go one day. <laughs> so similarly here, not necessarily location-wise, mm-hmm. but where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, Living in a city where Maddox is playing professional soccer. Yeah. And I, doing whatever. I, <laughs> I try not to ever like tap out from questions, but I don't have big goals. I don't have big dreams. 
I, and again, we've talked about this a million times. It's a difference between us. I love the moment. I love now. I love checking off short-term goals. I, where, where do I see myself? I see myself creating content, helping people's lives and enjoying time with our family. And yeah, that would put Maddox at 18 years old, mm-hmm. Jack's at 16 and Vi at 13. So we're still in the heart heart of our family life with our kids, you know, before they're off with their own families. So I just would enjoy making content, helping people's lives and spending time with my family. Genuinely. (laughs) I mean that though. I don't, I don't have any like grand goals or anything like that. I just want to enjoy my life. You're not trying to hit a million? I I mean, I will be there. That's, (laughs) oh, okay. That's for sure. That's, yeah, that, that will happen. All right. 90s rap or today's rap. Okay. Here's another one. And, and I think People that know me get when I say these things like that last question is real. That's just how I am. That's how my brain works. I, and I think it's it's actually really important for my happiness, for my ease of mind, my low stress. All those things I think are related. And it's kind of the same here. One of the things I absolutely hate are generational debates. They drive me crazy. Who's the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? It, you can't answer them. People are yelling, Michael Jordan. No, there is literally no comparison because it's a different era. The defense was different. The rules were different. The athleticism of humans were different. There's no win in doing that. It's the same concept of 90s rap versus now. If you say 90s rap, you are probably 35 to older. If you say <laughs> rap now, you're probably 25 and younger. It's a generational answer. I like to appreciate everything for what it is. I really enjoyed the lyricism of 90s rap. I really enjoyed the vibes and the production of current rap. So I like both of them for different situations, different reasons. If you told me I could only keep one, I would take today's rap because I don't usually listen to music just for lyrics. I use it for a vibe, for a, an environment, for working, for getting in a mindset rather than being like, oh my God, that's the deepest lyric I've ever heard. Oh, that's so <laughs> gangster. So I would probably take today's, but I do respect and love 90s rap as well. That is the wrong answer. The only correct answer is early 2000s Lil Wayne. Yeah, it's one of the best. One of the best. (laughs) I don't listen to rap, so I'm not going to answer this question. (laughs) I don't like rap. (laughs) So one thing you do like, what is your dream vacation? Oh, I have so many, really. I'm going to say Scotland. Yeah. I think Scotland would be like my absolute dream just to see. Yeah. That's Cause awesome. it's where my people are from. Yeah, mine is an Alaskan cruise with my family. Yeah, I want to see the nature, the wildlife, the glaciers, the the environment. You know, the climate. But I also want the comfort of a cruise ship food <laughs> in my room and the activities. But would you want to go with the family? Yeah. Yep. With the kids. I think so. Oh. Yeah. They wow. can have a separate room because uh, <laughs> it's going to be at about five years out. So Vi will be older. She'll be Maddox's age. So <laughs> yeah, I would. They just need a different room. Okay. Is being a parent worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's tough. It's hard as hell. It's frustrating, but it's the most rewarding thing of all time. And even when we go and do the most fun things in our entire life away from the kids, we have our dream hiking trip, our dream vacation. I still miss them the second I leave. So without a doubt, yes. I, I say yes, being a parent is worth it. But if I did not, it's so hard to even like say this or imagine this. If I didn't know our kids and we went back in time and someone said to me like, 
this is what was going to happen. Your mental health is going to be really shitty and you'll be suicidal and have depression and anxiety and all this stuff and feel really bad about yourself. I don't think that I would choose to have kids. I think I would be childless for the rest of my life. Okay. But I love our kids. Okay. (laughs) All right. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, yeah. A million times. For million, sure. million percent. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, and there's no way that there aren't aliens out there. Yeah. You look up and every star is a sun of another solar system. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't there's know no what shape or form right. or intelligence, but that would be, I think, extremely narcissistic to think we are the only yeah. intelligent beings. Like, yes, I think that they're <laughs> there. Uh, do you think that we have contact with them? I was just going to ask yeah. you that. Yeah, I do. I do too. I think that the government knows that there are aliens out there, and they're just kind of keeping it hush-hush to stop mass hysteria from happening. Yeah. Or they're either working with them or something. Absolutely. I listen to a lot of supernatural, like, <coughs> podcasts, and half of them are about aliens and yeah. government conspiracies, and I'm like, that has to fucking be true. For sure. It has to. For sure. <laughs> now, I'm going to go back to back, because okay. I think this is a, a good one to pitch to you first, because okay. you're not a sports person. You didn't no. grow up watching sports, no. loving sports. That's not your thing. No. I was. And this question was sent in, said, what made the Columbus crew your favorite MLS team? Which, if you guys are unaware, uh-huh. that's the top American pro soccer league, and the Columbus crew are a soccer team in Columbus, Ohio, yep. which is over four hours away from us. Why the Columbus crew? Honestly, I did not know really about the crew until we were invited by a company to come mm-hmm. to a game with them. And being there and seeing the environment at that stadium and the fans and watching the players and how they interacted with each other, with their coach, with with the fans and everybody, it was just like I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. I love the crew so much, and now we watch all their games. Yeah. We have all the merch. Yep. Like I love them. We're rooting for players that we didn't even know about, yeah. you know, six months, months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, they're the best. It's such a vibe. It's so different than any other kind of American sports mm-hmm. league or sports team. It, the crew just seems to have uh, an amazing foundation. It helps that our first experience was rich and vast. Like yeah. we got to meet uh, some of the coaching They're staff. Scouting. Yeah. We got to go under where the players meet and like it was just an unbelievable experience. It's a new facility. And of course, the passion of soccer with our kids yes. led to that as well. So, yeah, easy answer there. The <laughs> experience and just how they conduct their business. Sam loves their social media account, too, oh by the way. Oh, my gosh, so, so good. Shout out to their social media <laughs> girl. <laughs> so, yeah, easy one. Yeah, okay. Um, what is your favorite pro soccer team that is not MLS? Mm, so this one's tough. I grew up a Chelsea fan. Mm-hmm. I just had a player that that I loved and then followed them. I haven't liked the direction of them over the last couple of years. Nothing to do with wins or losses. I, I don't like the management. I don't like the ownership. I don't like the players that they're keeping and getting rid of. Pretty much they have Raheem Sterling, who's one of my favorite players, and that's about it. <laughs> so outside of that, I would don't have you to say I would have to say <laughs> my if you're gonna say hey, who's your favorite soccer team to watch, if you were gonna tune in outside of the crew, it's gotta be Manchester City. All day. Like all fucking day. It's it's just they're the best team. That's fun to watch. Yes. Right? Very clearly. 
but there's players that our kids are passionate about. Mm -hmm. There's players that we see our kids skill set with. We love the way that the players interact, the way that they go about the game with their strategy. So yeah, it's Manchester City. Did you see that Holland, he has scored 11 goals in like the amount of games that Man United scored yeah. the whole season. No, his that's so crazy. Yeah, he's only <laughs> he's currently in his second like full season yeah. of the Premier League with them. He's already in the top twenty in the history of the Premier League of goals. He literally scored with his balls the yeah. other day. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he has scored as many Premier League goal or Champions League goals yeah. as Neymar in less than half the amount of games. He's crazy. And Neymar total has the most ever in history. And I think that that one thing that makes us really like Man City is him because he he plays the position that yeah. Maddox plays. He plays striker yep. and he is not a small boy. Right. Strikers are normally fairly small, skinny, skinny short. Yep. Um Holland is huge. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's massive and Maddox is He's built very much like him. He's yep. just, he's not, you know, chunky or anything like that. He's just, like, very, like, thick and big. And yep. you can tell that he's going to be, like, really big when he grows up. Yep. And so we like watching them because we're like, Maddox, he is built like you. You play like him. And he can see that. You know, he doesn't look and see some short little guy being speedy because Maddox is not the speediest guy around. Right, right. And he can look at Holland and yeah. put himself in his shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Going down here. Do you have similar food preferences? Would you say that our food is is something that is similar? Like when we plan restaurants and stuff, are we are we looking at the same kind of foods or are we different? Um, I think we've grown to look at the same kind of foods because that's what we're accustomed yeah. to. And we're like, okay, it's Mexican. We both like that. Mm-hmm. But like I really enjoy salads and I would love to go to places that have better salads and that just doesn't fit into like the restaurants that we go to because our kids don't like that sort of thing right. either. So I think for the most part, we like the same things with maybe like a couple variations yeah. or tweaks here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. I like meat. That's the main thing that, that I eat and I can usually make it work. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's grown together with compromises on, on, on both sides. I would yeah. say for sure. Okay. What is your spirit animal? I would say spirit animal is a hawk. I think it's beautiful. I think it's strong. It's an apex predator, but at the same time, just seems like it's it's enjoying its life. Like I've never seen a sad hawk. You know, it's just never. I've never seen. <laughs> How a do you sad know hawk. if it's sad? Because I really. I've, I mean, I'm I'm actually. You know, I'm partly certified <laughs> as a falconer. You are too. I am. You know, so yeah, a hawk for sure. I my spirit animal. Can you guess? Do you know? cat yes 100 yeah. percent. it's a cat yeah yeah I you love, are a cat i love cats i feel like i act like a cat i want to be lazy like a cat mm-hmm. lay in the sun <laughs> you no, know that checks out you guys yeah. that checks out. <laughs> all right uh, what are your favorite hobbies oh i don't know do i have hobbies i really i thoroughly enjoy reading yeah i like to read what i call fairy porn <laughs> smut uh, no. Which is unbelievably common. That's pretty much oh, every that's, housewife that's in the world. Every every woman <laughs> yeah. in the world is reading Avatar right, right now. So um, I love reading. Okay. I read almost every single day. Yeah. And so for me, a hobby is something that you do that 
is not intended on making money. That's that usually costs you money. And that's just kind of like on the side. Right. Yeah. So I don't think a hobby makes you money. That's yeah, no you longer can't say a hobby. Working. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Do I have any hobbies? I really, really don't think that you do. I, if I have time, I like working. Like, yeah. I choose to work. I enjoy. My family's asleep. Everybody's away. I'm going to go work. You, you like know? watching random YouTube videos. Is that a hobby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but even less. I mean, I don't, I don't do that much as, as much anymore either. We so. need to get you a hobby. I don't think so. I think I, I, like, I like my life. I like <laughs> what I do. So, no, not really. I... I'm sure it'll change when the kids are gone uh-huh. and, and there will be more. I've had them over the years. I used to be super into metal detecting. I used to be super into Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> oh but gosh. currently, no, not really. I don't <laughs> think I have any any hobbies. Okay. What's your biggest fear? Mm, man, that's tough because I'm not a fearful person. I don't, I don't live in fear. I don't avoid. I guess the biggest fear of mine is uncomfortable uncontrollable situations Mm -hmm. like family health yeah I guess that would be the ultimate I don't fear uh money because I know I can get that and if this doesn't work out for any reason I can go somewhere else I know all those things I think it's probably family health that's outside of my control yeah okay I feel like if you're if you are a parent like that always comes first yeah like you obviously like don't want your kids to die or anything like that my greatest fear, besides stuff like that, I think we were trying to figure this out because I'm terrified of the ocean. A hundred percent terrified. I cannot go in the ocean. We went snorkeling and it was straight up traumatizing. And I also really don't like flying. But I think we came to the conclusion that I don't like not being in control, like dying in a way that is uncontrollable. Like, Flying on a plane and the plane crashes or being in the ocean and a shark eats you. You have the fear of the unknown. Yes. You want everything. But not, but not like, oh, aliens are unknown. I'm scared of aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, you don't fear the ocean. You fear not knowing what's there. Yeah. That's that's your biggest thing. Because I don't like the same thing in lakes, just with lesser killing animals. And I don't have any of that. I don't fear flying. I don't fear the ocean. I don't fear animals. I I don't know. I don't I genuinely don't have things where I'm like, oh, I'm scared of that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's not there's not much for me. I can't even watch videos of people like scuba diving because it makes me sweaty. Well, you can't watch scary movies. No, nope. you can't watch the news. Yeah, you can't. Like, I also am very fearful of like an intruder. Yeah, breaking in to kill me. I don't know why they would. Yeah, and, and we I have security system, so don't even try it. Yeah, I don't fear any of that. Is there anything you think of that I fear that's like normal? No, you're so abnormal. <laughs> All of these questions are <laughs> yeah. like, oh, so you. <laughs> I know, but it's true. Like, just hang out with me. All right, easy one here. Favorite color? Black, hundred percent. Blue for me. Favorite summer activity? Camping. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I would say camping too. Okay. I al- But I also like hiking. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to do that in like hot summer. Right. Like summer, what's your favorite summer morning activity? Yeah. Hiking. Right. What's your favorite summer afternoon? Favorite summer activity? Camping. Favorite fall activity? Hiking. Okay. Even that though they sense. both, we could do either season. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it lends itself. Uh, what was your first car? Uh, Pontiac G6. Yeah, you had that when we met, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice car. 
My first car was an Isuzu Rodeo. It's essentially like a golf cart slash like <laughs> go kart. And I got a really bad accident. Was that the minivan or no? No, I, I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, I got gosh. in a really bad accident when I was 18 in this Isuzu Rodeo, totaled it. And essentially, my parents were like, hey, I just, my dad got a new company car. We have this old minivan. I'm 18 now. You know, my sisters are in their teens. And uh, you can have this minivan because the car was totaled. There wasn't really, like, good insurance to get any money back. So it wasn't going to case of buying a new car. Like, you can have this new minivan. Just pay the insurance and the gas, and it's yours because it's all paid off. And so all through college, I drove a white old minivan. That was mainly my first car. And then you got a cruise. Yeah, and then <laughs> I went to a cruise. Your six-foot-three self sitting in a small-ass cruise. And it did not have cruise control. <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't even have... You got that, like, the week before we went on our first date. Yeah. Because it was brand new. I got it for our first date. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it didn't have power windows. It didn't no. have power locks. No, it, it was, was like. It was a shell. If you yeah. knew Dan back then, like, it was just so Dan because mm -hmm. it was, like, a new car, but the cheapest new car you could possibly yeah. get. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. I didn't have money, so that, that makes sense for sure. Okay, so you kind of answered this, but you do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have two younger sisters. They are both highly successful, super brilliant. I always say this, but I think it's true. It was nice growing up in, in a house with two smart younger sisters because mm -hmm. I never feel like the smartest person in the room. And that's, and that's a good true. thing. You yeah, don't I like to feel smart. No, I think it's good to know that there's people smarter than you, and it's good to know that you need to listen to people. I love to talk, but I take pride in listening as well. Mm -hmm. And so, like, my sister went to an Ivy League law school. My other sister went to uh, U of M's hospital management, like, medical school. Like, unbelievable accomplishments, like the tippity-top in their fields. And that was really, really good to grow up with the, them around you. Yeah. What about you? I'm an only child. Yeah. <laughs> only child. With Everybody a, can see it. Yeah, with a, with a <laughs> decorated upbringing, too. It was, you know, wasn't, Damn. Well, you know, it's not like, oh, I was the only child. I had two loving parents that, that, that nurtured <laughs> that's me true, and that's gave true. me everything I want. It's like, yeah, you're it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're an only child with a side of chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a good way of putting it. And it is so interesting. I, I would love to do that on a podcast in the future because. I have two younger sisters. Uh -huh. You're an only child. We have three kids, and we see the dynamics mm -hmm. and how it, it changes based on where you fall in the family. Yeah. And then you see the memes of, like, second child and all this stuff. And it's and like, it's so true. Like, man, this checks out. And it's the whole nature versus nurture. Yes. And, like, how different would you be if you had siblings yeah. or if I was an only child? Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy yeah. to think about. So, yeah, good, good question. We'll see what we can do in the future <laughs> on that one. All right. What are your favorite uh, flavors of ice cream? Or if I could hold you to it, what's your favorite flavor? <laughs> favorite flavor okay she's, I'm, and she's an ice cream gal the reason why i say that, she loves ice cream i i feel like currently my favorite flavor is vanilla i knew it so that i can put whatever topping i want on it yeah you cannot put toppings on ice cream that have top has toppings inside of it i do and that is a sam c law i do no and god Bless you, so, so strange. My top two, and then I'll narrow it down to one. My top two <laughs> are uh, mint chocolate chip and moose tracks. 
if I could only have one for the rest of my life, I'm going with Moose Tracks just because that fudge stripe mm. in there is so rich and so good. Yeah. So rich, so good. Nothing beats for me vanilla ice cream in a waffle cone. Gluten-free waffle cone. Gluten-free. With clearly. <laughs> the, with the instant turtle chocolate shell. Nope. Mm. You don't like the shell? I don't. It's too chocolatey. Nope. That's a must <laughs> for me. I literally... If I need a, a little late night fix, it very rare, maybe once a month at, yeah. at most, I will bust out some moose tracks. I will bust out some chocolate shell on top of the moose tracks, and I will shred <laughs> some uh, the waffle, cone. waffle cone on top of that bad boy, and I'll just have myself a little solo party. And I won't even feel bad about it. He and he really does call it solo parties. Yep. Like, it's She's asleep. So funny. And I'm just enjoying myself. That's right. Just I watching usually, funny videos. I put on comedy <laughs> and I just giggle and I just eat some ice cream. And if you're like wondering, yeah, you're right. That is correct. Next question, please. Oh. <laughs> what is a pet peeve of yours? I know what your biggest pet peeve is. A pet peeve of mine. I know what it is. Okay, yeah, I I have a few, but <laughs> I definitely dislike old, slow drivers. Yeah. That's my worst. I really have a problem because there's things people do, and it annoys you and them. If you're an old, slow driver, you're putting other people's life on the line. That's true. And I've actually seen it. I've seen terrible accidents because of slow drivers, terrible turning drivers. Like, we've seen drivers that are old and there's just a glossed over look in their face they'll be doing something terribly dangerous people laying on the horn horrible situation and you wouldn't even know yeah it's like it doesn't even register to them and i know people are like well there's young drivers that are bad there's it no no mm -mm. you can tell yourself that mm -mm. all you want you can convince yourself every which way <laughs> we drive all over this country the common denominator of bad drivers is old people and that is a fact and, and again people get so upset when i say this yeah because they're too close to it and it like Ooh. strikes a chord Ooh. and they get offended well maybe you're just defensive yeah you know, so yeah, that's my my biggest. I'm sure I have <laughs> I have a bunch of other ones. I don't want to turn this into a bitch fest, but I'll I'll leave that yeah I'll leave it at that. If I think of more while you're giving your answer, okay. I'll, I'll state it. I think I was trying to figure this out. I think my biggest pet peeve it's people who don't pay attention. What whatever situation you're in, whether you're driving, whether you're standing in line you know, at the grocery store, people who are unaware of their surroundings. Well, and conscious of other people. Yes. So if you're driving and you have the ability to get over so you can turn, do it. If you are <laughs> in a line and there's a family behind you with antsy kids and the line moves ahead, move ahead. Don't leave a 10-mile gap. And so everyone else is inconvenienced around you. I hate it. And if I could merge ours real quick, this is a huge pet peeve. So we have a school drop-off. Oh, <laughs> and I know a lot of you will relate to me on this one. There is a line of cars that line up. You get in line. We mm -hmm. leave at the same time every day so we can be the second person in line. True story. Because it's better to get in line and wait yeah. and get out of there early. Correct. And leave early yes. rather than wait after, you know? And so we do that. And you're supposed to wait in line. 
Well, there's just rude, inconsiderate people that will jump the whole line Mm -hmm. and then they'll go park in handicap spots Mm -hmm. to wait to drop their kids off. Yep. And the administration is cowards and they don't address it and they're (laughs) lazy and they don't do their job and it builds up tension and it's always the same people. It's always the same couple of cars. Some will jump in front of the entire line, park out front, and then drop their kids off at the last second. And it's just like... You saw that whole line. Yeah. You saw that whole dang line. It's like in traffic. It's like the same situation yeah. as the people fucking parking in our subdivision uh, to drop their kids off for school. Right. Go check out our other episode right. about toxic ass people. Right. What makes you better? What makes you around the rules? <laughs> that drives me crazy. And again, they're not considerate of everyone that was yeah. in line that they just cut. And my pet peeve is not even necessarily like going out of your way to do something better for someone else. Like you said, like letting someone go in front of line or um, getting over when you're turning. Mine is more so just being aware of others around you. Like when people just cut right in front of you when you're walking and you're like, fucking excuse me, like, hello. That's bad. Or like people just like standing there, not moving like out of the way as you're, you know, looking at something in front of them that, that drives me it's crazy. It's the same people, though. It it's is. the same people. When they have the ability to cut you off in line to not wait, even though you've been there half an hour, yeah. they're the same people that don't care yeah. that you're trying to look at this certain peanut butter mm-hmm. at the grocery store. And yeah. so, yeah, they're a big one. And if I'll add on, we live in an online world. We have an online profession. There is a bunch of pet peeves I have online. A couple of them are people that are everybody needs to see that I that everything's wrong in my life, feel bad for me, mm-hmm. help me, like let me be a charity and just put this out there constantly, no matter what, that one's a bummer. Another one of a pet peeve is like, let's bond over misery and hate. Ooh, <sighs> yeah. Shoot, man. And especially online, that one's probably my biggest one it of all time. It probably is. And then to go right with that too is being content creators, being in this online world, it's seeing content creators, air, air quotes there, that go about it in like cheap, distasteful ways. Mm-hmm. Copying you, uh, putting yourself out there in a way that's not classy, where it's yeah. like going to a live stream and be like, hey, I had a new video today. Well, this isn't your channel. Don't do that. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I could keep going. We, yeah. we got no okay. more, no more, no more, no more. <laughs> Kids, do we plan on having more kids? Oh, fuck no. No. No, no, no. <laughs> we, are, no. we have closed that equation on both sides of the <laughs> equation. We are both fixed. Yes, so no. <laughs> I got my tubes removed, and I told Dan that he has to do it in solidarity, yep. and so he got his vasectomy. I did, and so <laughs> nope, we are good on both sides. <laughs> okay, last question. Why did you choose to do a podcast? Uh, you guys, literally, yeah. we had so many people. We would start, we essentially started our podcast on a live stream. Yeah, We're live every Monday, every Wednesday on YouTube, but Wednesday we're there specifically together, mm-hmm. and it's 9 p.m. Eastern, and we just started talking about life. And it people, got too tangenty. Yeah, and, and <laughs> people were like, we would love a podcast. Yeah. We want to be able to work and just play it in the background, and so you guys just kept demanding it. For And this has been for a long long time now for a long time and so I was like yeah let's do it I think mm-hmm. we can figure this out I had no idea how to get the equipment ready I nope. had no idea how to upload a podcast I had no idea how to do any of this we just figured it out now and you're a pro yeah hey, hey some, something like <laughs> it this. helped that we had you know the studio and right. the recording stuff already in the comfort of talking yeah. to a device that is not yeah. giving us feedback so <laughs> no doubt but no to answer it quite simply you guys yeah people demanded it 100%. very very simple So love that, you guys. Thank you for the questions here. We will definitely do this in the future. So if you're like, ooh, I have some burning questions, get them ready. 
And you can drop them on our after show discussion post anytime you'd like. Mm -hmm. And I hope you guys learned something about us today. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you did. And a huge thank you to Fable Beauty for sponsoring this episode. Remember to use code DANCY20 to treat yourself to 20% off your whole order while also supporting this channel. You can find our after show discussion on that Instagram that I mentioned. It's catching up with the command, same name, where we can chat with you guys about what you heard today. If, if you want to comment about dogs, if you want to comment oh, about God, any don't come at me about dogs, you guys. <laughs> just know we are not convincing anyone of anything. No. We're just sharing our honest thoughts, and I wish more people did that. And so let us know if we surprised you as well there. <laughs> and uh, also, Sam, what's a little additional perk of commenting on that post? Yeah, so if you comment, you will be entered to win one of our super cool Catching Up With The Command stickers. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for watching. We will see you next Friday for episode 14. Ta-ta.